we continue to be grateful for those who make these podcasts possible. This week, our thanks to Mark Draper, the cantor, and to Tim Hamilton for editing the podcast. The lessons are read for us today by Marcel Desmilly, the Duchy of Lancaster's senior financial analyst. The introit, If Ye Love Me, by Thomas Tallis, is sung by the gentlemen of the Queen's Chapel, and our thanks to Tim and James, Peter and Mark, Nicky and Sebastian, and also by the choristers, and we thank them. It's the first time that we've been able to hear the voices of the whole choir, singing in different locations and all brought together. A great and wonderful experience. This is the third Sunday after Trinity, and I'm Thomas Woodhouse, chaplain of the Queen's Chapel of the Savoy. Welcome. Open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. 
Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving. And assure ourselves glad in him with psalms, for the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also, the sea is his, and he made it and his hands prepareth the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker, for he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The prophet Jeremiah spoke to the prophet Hananiah in the presence of the priests and all the people who were standing in the house of the Lord. And the prophet Jeremiah said, Amen. May the Lord do so. May the Lord fulfill the words that you have prophesied and bring back to this place from Babylon the vessels of the house of the Lord and all the exiles. But listen now to this word that I speak in your hearing and in the hearing of all the people. The prophets who preceded you and me from ancient times prophesied war, famine, and pestilence against many countries and great kingdoms. As for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. Here ends the first reading. My song shall be always of the loving kindness of the Lord. With my mouth will I ever be showing thy truth from one generation to another. For I have said mercy shall be set up forever. My truth shall establish in the heavens. I have made a covenant with my chosen. I have sworn unto David my servant. Thy seed will I establish forever. And set up thy throne from one generation to another. Righteousness and equity are the habitation of thy seed. Mercy and truth shall go before thy face. Blessed is the people, O Lord, that can rejoice in thee. They shall walk in the light of thy countenance. Their delight shall be daily in thy name. And in thy righteousness shall they make their boast, for thou art the glory of their strength. 
and in thy loving kindness thou shalt lift up our horns. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the twelve, Whoever welcomes you welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes the one who sent me. Whoever welcomes a prophet in the name of a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever welcomes a righteous person in the name of a righteous person will receive the reward of the righteous. And whoever gives even a cup of cold water to one of these little ones in the name of a disciple, truly I tell you, none of these will lose their reward. Here ends the second reading. All be joyful in the Lord, holy lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be sure that the Lord is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lesser Litany, Lord's Prayer, Versicles and Responses. The Lord be with you, and with thy spirit, let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the Queen, and mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness, and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people, and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, because there is none other that fighteth for us, but only thou, O God. O God, make clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, you have broken the tyranny of sin and have sent the Holy Spirit of your Son into our hearts, whereby we call you Father. Give us grace to dedicate our freedom to your service, that we and all creation may be brought to the glorious liberty of the children of God. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting thy defence, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that we this day fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings may be ordered by thy governance, to do always that is right in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, the high and mighty King of kings, Lord of lords, the only ruler of princes, who dost from thy throne behold all the dwellers upon earth, most heartily we beseech thee, with thy favour, to behold our most gracious sovereign lady, Queen Elizabeth, and so replenish her with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, that she may always incline to thy will and walk in thy way, and do her plenteously with heavenly gifts, grant her in health and wealth long to live, strengthen her that she may vanquish and overcome all her enemies, and finally after this life she may attain everlasting joy and felicity through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. As we continue to hold before God those on the front line of caring and research, we pray at this time, Dear Lord, we are planning for our shared future. We are seeking to create a safe space for encounters with Jesus Christ. And we hope to be good news within the communities that we serve. We pray for wisdom. We pray for creativity. And we pray for pragmatism 
as we discern your will. Father, in the midst of the chaos and lament of this season, in your mercy, help us not to control the wideness of your spirit, but help us to be immersed in your generous love, rebuilding lives, communities, and your city. Amen. And as we seek to continue to live in the public square, build us up, O Father, into the fellowship of the free that starts in each family and searches out the people next door, that starts in our own congregations and reaches over barriers of custom and prejudice to the church down the street, that starts in our own country and reaches beyond patriotism and national pride to the nations of the world, that starts with our own colour and rejoices to claim as brothers men of every race. Lead us all, O wise and loving God, to the kingdom of your dear Son, where there is no pain and fear, no hunger or greed, no oppression or oppression, but all are full grown in Christ, our only Lord and Saviour. Amen. And as we seek to practice hospitality, give to your church, O God, the grace to follow in the steps of Jesus, who came among us as one who serves. May it be ready in all the world to spend and be spent in the service of the poor and the hungry, the sick and the ignorant. May it work with strength and suffer with courage for the liberation of the oppressed and the restoration of all men of the dignity and freedom of those created in your image. Grant this, O Father, for the sake of of the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we bless one another as we pray the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. And now may I speak in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. One feature of the current situation has been the amount of conflicting information there is about. It is understandable that scientists are occasionally at odds with each other. These are new situations. And even if experts have done their modelling for such a pandemic, it is natural that there is uncertainty and differing views. We trust that the experts have our best interests at heart and that the government and loyal opposition are doing all they can in challenging and ever 
changing circumstances. The prophet Jeremiah is one of those who sought to offer an honest assessment in his generation. Hananiah has publicly contradicted Jeremiah. He has sought to offer the people what they want to hear, to replace the negative, perhaps unwelcome, but honest messages of the prophets like Jeremiah with a message the people want to hear, the populist message, a message of peace. In carefully crafted language, Jeremiah exposes Hananiah as a false prophet who instead of praying for the people sets out to deceive them. There are always false prophets. They have their day and they peddle their fears. It is for us to hold a mirror to their lies. In the words of Jeremiah, as for the prophet who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. But until then, do not hold your breath. The Gospel reading takes up where we left off last week, exploring the benefits of service to Christ. Matthew highlights that throughout history, prophets have had a unique place within the household of God, inspired teachers who point to God's will and purpose in the world. He acknowledges theirs is a challenging ministry, but it is also a blessed ministry. Matthew suggests that a righteous person, a good person, one who seeks to interpret God's will, who offers of their wisdom, has something to contribute to the ordering of God's plan for the world. That is perhaps the essence of the Christian contributions in the public sphere. In his book, being Disciples, Essentials of the Christian Life, Rowan Williams, Master of Magdalen College, Cambridge, and former Archbishop of Canterbury writes, it is a voice that questions from the wholly different perspective, the kind of perspective that cannot be generated by corporate self-interest. It is a conversation partner, and what has sometimes been called a critical friend to the state and its laws. It questions the foundations of what the state takes for granted, often challenging the shallowness of a prevailing social morality. It pushes for change to make the state a little more like the community that it's itself represents, the kingdom of God. It does not make the mistake of talking as though politics could bring the kingdom into being on earth. 
but it continually seeks to make the promise of the kingdom more concrete and visible in the common life of human beings, private and public. In short, it tells a state not that it is unimportant or subordinate to some higher earthly power, just that it is relative in the perspective of God. Being disciples, being followers of Jesus Christ, means being called to see others, and especially others in profound need, from the perspective of an eternal and unflinching, unalterable love. How marvellous that we should have something to contribute. How amazing that God, who created all things, wants us, needs us, to be partners with him. The essence of the Christian life is to understand that God has a plan and that he wants us to join him in delivering the plan. And how do we do this? We practice hospitality. No more and no less. A cup of cold water is enough. But how welcome such a cup to the thirsty. The practice of hospitality brings with it responsibility and derives from the unveiling of human life and divine mercy in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is in lives transformed by those values that shape our outreach, that cause our mission to have focus. The Christian disciple declares that there is nothing more godlike and precious than a single human person, which is why the practice of hospitality, even if it is just a cup of water, is so important. There will always be something precious that does not need to be proved by success. Something that escapes what society expects or demands. And throughout the New Testament, it is the human being brought into relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ that equals a community in which everyone's gifts are set free for the service of others. So may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen.